Hello, and thanks for checking out the Gots to Listen podcast. I'm your host, Elliot Gots. Today, we're going to be speaking with Lorenzo. Lorenzo is one of those students who definitely knows what he's good at, and he's very proud of what he's good at. He finds a lot of his strength and his confidence from his family's background, which we're going to get into a little bit today. And overall, you can see how driven he is and how motivated he is, along with the fact that waking up early for online school is something, like many students, he did not enjoy. So hopefully you enjoy my conversation with Lorenzo. looking forward to this I have a lot of fun with you in the classroom and it'll be nice to talk to you outside of the classroom so tell us a little bit about yourself uh, you looked at me like you were shocked that I just asked I, you that yeah well I, I read it like I don't know what am I supposed to say tell us about what you like what are your interests tell us about your personality a little bit um, I'm smart <laughs> I don't know uh, I do track and cross country, and I really like numbers, like math You really and like stuff. numbers? Yeah. What does that mean? Math. Mm. I like working with numbers. Track and cross country. So you like running? Yeah. Long distance. What's the longest run you've ever gone on? Uh, I think I've done like a seven mile or eight. Can't okay. Remember. What was your time? Do you remember? No, I don't. Are you fast? No. <laughs> okay um and so because you do cross country and track you basically run your round kind of do you run on your own when it's not one of those seasons i try to <laughs> sometimes <laughs> i don't but track's starting up in like two weeks so i need to start running again yeah yeah you don't want the first day of track practice to be the first time you've run in a while yeah uh how did you get into it what made you like running? How did you get into running? Uh, like maybe three years ago, my family did a 5K just for fun. And that was like the first time I ran long distance and I liked it. So I went into the sport. Do you remember where the 5K was? It was in, uh, no. I used to do some 5K, so I just wondered if one that... It I was wondering if it was one that I've done before. Uh, what other hobbies do you have? What do you like to do on a normal day when you get home from school or on the weekends? Uh, I'm really into Marvel movies and stuff like that. What's the best Marvel movie? Uh, Doctor Strange. I've never seen that one. That's a really good one. Yeah? Yeah. Have you been into the Marvel movies for about as long as they've been out? Um, not when like, the first ones came out. When, like, maybe, like, Five years ago, I started like getting into them. And you just binge them. Yeah. Did you ever like the X Men movies? I don't. I've only seen like two of them out of like the four. I think. I never like watched them. I used to love those movies. But I do know like, they're, so like a couple years ago, Marvel um, started. They wanted to do like a whole timeline, so the X Men was before like they started this timeline. So they're gonna make new X Men movies. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. When I was growing up, it was those and then the Spider-Man movies that had Tobey Maguire in them. Yeah. 
that too, like the Spider-Man movies. They're just like not saying that that they're in this timeline. They're making new uh, Spider-Man movies. Hmm. I'm a, I'm a Spider-Man fan, so maybe I'll check that. Have out. you seen the new ones, like with uh, Tom Holland? No, I did see. Did I see Civil War or Endgame? I saw one of those, and he was in that. But I grew up with the Tobey Maguire trilogy, and then I saw the first one that Andrew Garfunkel, whatever his Garfield. name is, Garfield, whatever. <laughs> uh, I saw the first one that he was in. I got free tickets to go to that. I won them from a radio station. So I went to a movie premiere for free to watch that, and then that was the last time I watched them. I, you know what I did watch? I watched that animated one, that animated Spider-Man. Uh, into the Spider-Verse, yes. That was a really good movie. I didn't think it would. I'm like, it's animated. Yeah. There's a pig. I didn't think I was going to like it. It was a really well done movie. I yeah. really enjoyed that. All right. So you said math. Yeah. Are there any other subjects that you are really confident in? Science. That makes sense. What's yeah, your favorite it. type of science? Um, space. Really? Yeah. It's really interesting. I dig. What do you think about the whole Mars thing? Uh, like the rover that went on there? That's pretty cool. Do you think that people will ever live on Mars? Yeah, probably. Do you? Eventually, yeah. Do you think it's a good idea or a bad idea? Um, bad idea. Because? I don't know. All the rich people are going to go up there. I don't know. That's weird. Um, what I find interesting is like how we have a rover up there that could like send us information. Yeah. Like, how? Is there, like, an HDMI cable going all the way up there? Wi-Fi? No, I don't know. <laughs> From don't that know. far away? Yeah, I don't know. It is pretty crazy. My fear would be that if we inhabited another country, we would destroy it like we've destroyed Earth. Yeah. You know, we're just going to keep planet yeah. hopping yeah. and see how many... That's you know. what's going to happen. Do you think, so since you're big into space and whatnot, do you think that there's life outside of Earth? Yeah. <laughs> do you have a concept in your mind of what it is, what it looks like? No, it's just whatever. Okay. I know, like, I mean, the universe is so big, so there's got to be something. Yeah, I kind of feel that like way, Like, we too. found water on Mars, so we know that there's living things. Yeah. Like, there could be. I don't know. What's your hardest subject? English. You think so? Yeah. It seems like it comes easy to you. Well, it's not, like... I'm not bad at it, but it's just my hardest. Because, I, I don't know, words. Words. Yeah. They're not numbers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's what the problem is. <laughs> what uh, what do you struggle with more, the reading or the writing? Writing. The writing? Yeah. Grammar sucks. I'm not good at reading either. You seem pretty good to me. So you fooled me for the last three quarters of a year. <laughs> All right. I look at you as a leader in the classroom, partly because it just seems like, you know, we've had Haley on this podcast. You and Haley sitting by each other was a really good thing for a while. You seem very willing to be helpful. Do you view yourself as a leader? Yeah. Where uh, does that well, come from for you? Uh, I don't know. I just like helping people. Were you raised that way? Yeah. Yeah. Like I sit behind or I sit in front of Muhammad and he asked me a lot of questions. I'm not going to say no because, like, I know he not very good at English. Well, he's not. It, it, yeah. Well, I help him. So. Yeah. Now, and I, I'm not just, like, giving him answers. I'm, like, showing where to, like, find the answers. Right. The right way to do it so that he learns. Mm -hmm. Do you feel 
like that is a nuisance or an added uh, an added weight to you in any way? No, because I always think like if I'm helping them, I'm also helping me because like I get to like learn it again. Because like if the like highest level of like understanding is if you could teach it. Yep. Now you're helping students in my English class, and you just got done telling me that English is your hardest subject. So do yeah. you? feel confident when you're helping them, but also does this really tie back to the idea of confirming for yourself that you understand it since you feel like this is your hardest class and that you struggle a little bit with the writing and the grammar and stuff. But if you're helping these students, aren't you confirming for yourself that you're not struggling with it as much as you might perceive yourself well, to be? In English specifically, I try not to like give out answers because I don't know if I'm right, but like in math, <laughs> I know I'm right, so I'll help other people. Have you always loved math? Yeah. Algebra, geometry, what do you what do you prefer? Um, Addition and subtraction. <laughs> I don't know. I like numbers. Like what we're doing in geometry right now, there's no numbers, which I don't like. I used to love algebra. That was my thing. Yeah, I like algebra. What motivates you to work so hard? You take school seriously, in my opinion, seems like. so. You know, how do you, what uh, motivates you to work so hard at doing this day in and day out? Because you seem like a kid that doesn't really take days off in terms of, I'm not going to work very hard this day or whatnot. Yeah, well, I always think this is like an opportunity and you want to take the most out of it as you can. Because like, even though we're not going to, I'm not going to use this stuff in my everyday life, it's still like growing that thought process of like doing stuff. Where did your work ethic come from? Um, my parents and a lot from my grandpa because he came from Sicily um, when he was like, I don't know how old he was, maybe like 17 or something. And he joined the army. He only had a fourth grade education so, when he joined the army, he did? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, he did all that. He came back, got married, and he worked labor for, like, his whole life. And he always told me that always get an education because you don't want to, like, work for labor, like, your entire life. And his worth ethic is huge. Like, That's a great story. Yeah. He's a... Uh, an idol of mine. Is he still with us? Yes. How old is he? Um, he is maybe almost 70. Awesome. But he is fit. Like, he's a carpenter. Okay. He's He does all the carpenter work for my mom and he, his uh, four kids. He still works? Yeah. With, like, like hard that. labor, manual labor? Oh, yeah. So for him... Like, my uh, uncle, he built a house last year. Uh-huh. And my grandpa, he was doing all the labor, like digging holes and uh, putting in stuff. Do you ever go to work with him during the summer or anything? Uh, in the summer, my dad owns a company, so I work with him. He's a concrete company. Okay. But um, some days I go to my grandpa's house and help him because he has a huge garden, and he does that all summer. That's pretty cool. So your grandpa's a carpenter. Your dad owns a cement company. Yes. What do you want to do when you're older? 
I want to be a mechanical engineer. Yeah? Yeah. What are some of the things mechanical engineers specifically do? Um, robots and stuff. I don't know. Okay. Numbers. There you go. <laughs> Numbers. There you go. But I do like, like for the past three summers, I've been working with my dad in this concrete company. I do like that. There goes that work ethic though, right? Like working hard and... Yeah. And I'm learning a lot about like concrete stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Every year I get like more in depth with it. Mm-hmm. And last year I started actually like doing the concrete part, finishing and stuff. Yeah. It's nice. I work my, my brother works there too. How many siblings, remind me, how many siblings you have? I have three. I got, yeah, two older ones. One, my sister is 20 and my brother's 19. Okay. And what's that like? Having all those siblings, I mean, what a, you're the youngest, right? Yeah. So what's that like being the youngest of them? Um, it's fine, I guess. Like, I, I don't really see them anymore because they always are busy with work and stuff. But I have a good relationship with my brother because he drives me everywhere. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Do they do any work with either your grandpa or your dad? My brother works for my dad. So my dad and my uncle own the company. Okay. So let's see. We have a good student with a good work ethic, wants to be a mechanical engineer, likes helping other people, but you come to school every day, and what would you say is the worst part of coming to school, even though you seem to make the best of it? Um, mornings? I, I knew. I had this feeling you I was going to say mornings. I almost said, what's the worst part of school except for the fact we start at 7.35? I'm very much a not morning person, so... The entire, like, first and half a second hour, I'm just not awake. <laughs> um, what time would be the ideal time to start school? I don't, I don't really think there is it. Like, this is a perfect time. It's just not, I just don't like it. Because after school, I like having that time to do whatever, but... Going running? Yeah. Well, sometimes. <laughs> um, but I just don't like mornings. I don't know. Are you a coffee drinker? Uh, I am during the summer because my brother works at a coffee shop during the winter. Which one? The one that works with my dad. No, no, no. Wait. What coffee shop? Oh, Bigby. Which Bigby? Uh, by Outer Drive. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I like that. Bigby's got some good stuff. Shout out to Bigby. Yeah. And we know the owner. So start school not so early, but get out at the same time is pretty much what I'm hearing. Kind of. Well, I don't have a problem with like what time it starts. It just, my body does. Yeah, I don't, have a, I don't have a problem with school starting at 7.30 as long as my teachers don't have a problem with the fact that I'm not really there. Exactly. <laughs> we just can't learn anything for the first two hours. What, what do you think are some things that, I mean, I know how much you like math, so what are some things that, what are some ways that you learn the best? Like, what are some things teachers do really well that help you learn? And what are some things without saying anything negative about any specific teachers what are some areas that teachers could improve i like how some teachers get like personal with like students because like uh, and when teachers care about like what they're teaching because if the teacher doesn't care the students aren't going to care about learning have you seen that before like having teachers that just seem really disinterested in what they're teaching kind of not like fully i feel like teachers because like i'm a uh 
physical learner. Yeah. So I feel like that's the best way of teaching for me. That's why I like science and stuff, because we could actually do things. Math. I like math because I could do it all myself, because like, I learn it and then I do it. Right. I'm guessing for you in science and being hands-on between chemistry where you're dissecting, or with biology where you're dissecting and chemistry where you're blowing stuff up, that would probably be the yeah. best, right? Yeah. What are some things that you think school does well for preparing students for their future, and what are some things that you think school could improve on in that regard? I think the whole thing about school is it's teaching you work ethic and like having that mindset of working hard. And but I think like some of the things that we learn we kind of don't need. What about the argument that school gets you a well-rounded education and by giving you some of these subjects it gives you a little taste of some things that you may be interested later on that you can delve into on your own. Yeah. Well, I I feel like school forces you to like take like history, math, English and all that stuff. But if you like want to go into um, something with those things, you could research that stuff on your own, maybe. But I do like how you get to choose like a couple of your classes for like the thing that you want to do. Yeah, I do wish that we had the ability to provide more electives because at this school, our, our options are, well, I mean, we're a smaller school, so our options are limited. Yeah. And I do love how many options for elective students get at the high school because then they can kind of start figuring things out a little bit. Yeah. What are some things that you think teachers don't know about students overall that you wish that they would take into consideration? Like, what are some things teachers could do a better job of with their students that would help make this go better? Some students, school isn't for them. And maybe they want to, like, not do school. I think, yeah, like, everyone has their, like, owned mind of things. And I feel like having everyone do the same thing is, like, not right. But, like, some teachers and stuff, they, like, they do a good job of having separate, like, assignments and stuff for uh, students that are, like, falling behind and stuff. But some teachers just, like, give out the same stuff, even though everyone's different hmm. of how they learn and, like, how they think. That's a good point. That is something that goes into teaching it's called differentiation that's really hard sometimes though yeah it's like uh that one quote i don't know who it's from but like it's like if you judge a fish fish's ability to climb a tree then it'll live its life thinking that it's stupid yeah that's a good quote it's, it rings true it does but what is your perspective on in that note holding everybody accountable Right, so let's say I give you an assignment that's different than the kid next to you, but I gotta hold you each accountable. Do you think that teachers do a good job of holding their students accountable, or what do you think about that? Yeah, well, that's like another thing why I like helping people, because like there's people that just aren't good at um, certain things, so like I wanna help them. I want everyone to have a fair chance of succeeding. I love that. Man, your personality. You got it figured out in ninth grade, I'll tell you that. So you started in person, and then everybody got shut down. And now we're face-to-face, and now we have a spike in cases because this is the world we live in. So what was your view of the two or three weeks that we were online 
and what is it about being in the classroom that you really enjoy more so than being online? I like being online because you're like in person with like everyone and I feel like online everyone gets more shy mm. to like speak and stuff. I don't know why, but um, I did like online because there's more of one-on-one -on -one, like with the teacher. Mm. Like for me, I ask questions and mm. stuff. It was easier for me. I don't know. I kind of did, I wouldn't say better, but like I think I, I was okay with online. The only thing I didn't like was the mornings because like I would have to wake up and then go like right next to my bed. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a couple times I just, I missed the first hour <laughs> because I overslept. Yeah. And so it's so easy to turn off my alarm. Especially if you don't have to get up and go anywhere yeah. other than 10 feet away or something. Exactly. Yeah. So you said that you thought a lot of the kids online got more shy. How do I, how, as a teacher who has an online class that I teach year round, how do I grapple with that? In the sense that you look at in the classroom, so many of our students have cell phones and they have Snapchat or Instagram or TikTok where they're posting all these videos of themselves and all this, but then you put them on this computer with their peers, which is a smaller audience than who I'm sure is seeing their social media and they just clam up and they don't want to turn their camera on. So yeah. how do I, as the adult, how do I reconcile with that? What is your viewpoint on that? I don't know, it's just, it's difficult. Cause like uh, another thing with online is they have the ability to just like do something else while you're online. Yep. You could like be watching TikToks or like drawing and the teacher would never know. Yeah. You could like you could be um, watching TV or be on the phone with someone. Yeah, I'm aware of that. I had a lot of kids that would FaceTime each other when they were online. Yeah. So, I don't I don't know. That's a problem with online. I don't really know how to fix that. So, you think it's less about being shy and more about trying to get away with doing something that well, the teacher Well, it's just the um the motivation is just gone because if you're not being like push to do something then you don't want to do it is that an age thing I think so or something like that because I don't want to clean my room if my mom doesn't tell me to right but let's say you're one of those kids that starts face to face and let's say you have a B okay a B student let's say and then you go online and then you don't do any work and then your grade starts dropping to a D that's the same class and it's going to be the same grade so why does that motivation drop so much if you still have the same job to do in a different form well if because when you're here you can't like do other things in like the work is right there you have a teacher telling you to do something then you do it but like at home you're like, the teacher just says okay you got to do this but like he can't force you last year so at the end of the year we were like shut down and everything yep. and the work that we had it couldn't hurt our grade, right? Right. It only help it. Right. I started um, working with my dad early because I didn't have to go to school. Mm -hmm. And I thought about it. I was like, why am I doing this work if it doesn't matter? Because like, it, I know it could help my grade, but like, if I already have all A's, why yeah. would I do anymore? So I just stopped doing it. Yeah. And then my mom found out, and then she got mad, and I had to redo it all. Oh, really? After the um, school year ended. She still made you go back and do it? Were you frustrated? Yeah. I, I mean, I saw that. I saw some of the kids that struggled who took advantage of that to improve their grade because that's all it could do. 
And then I did notice that I had some of the students that had really high marks who just vanished and they said, well, it couldn't count against me, so I wasn't gonna do it. I guess part of the issue with that for me as a, as a teacher though, is we have so many kids that worry so much about grades. I want the grades. How many points is this worth, right? I get that question all the time. But the purpose of the work that we do isn't, I just wanna give you 10 points, it's I want you to learn, I want you to understand. So what does school have to do? This is a really loaded question. What does school have to do to change that mentality for students so that it isn't about the grade, it's about the learning? And so that they're motivated to do the work, even if it's, oh, we're shut down, you're online, or oh, the grade isn't gonna matter, but I really want you to learn this. Like, how do we get kids interested in learning? Well, I feel like a lot of the times, the only reason that kids are actually doing the work is for the grade. So, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's hard because like, if you, take away the grade part, then no one's gonna do it. How do we get kids to wanna learn? Like, let kids me ask you Kids don't wanna this. learn, that's the thing. Like, if your dad said, Lorenzo, you're gonna come to work with me, but I'm not gonna pay you today. But you're gonna come to work with me. But you're gonna learn about cement so that maybe in the future you can use this. Would you do it? Um, probably not. Mm. Because I want, like, although I do get paid, I don't get paid a lot. Yeah. I do think it's more of the learning, but I'm not going to do it if I'm not going to get paid. What if it was, I'm not going to pay you now, but you'll get paid in a month? That's what he does. He, I just work the whole summer, and then he gives me, like, a set thing. And then you get paid at the end. Yeah. So what if it was, I'm not going to grade your homework, but if you do the homework, you'll pass the test, and the test is what you get graded on. I don't think that's good because, like, if I don't get graded on the homework, I don't know if I should, like, do better or if I should, like, work harder. I don't know if I'm doing something wrong or anything. I well, know. I could still go over it, but let's just say I'm not putting 10 points on it. So are you saying, like, you can do all the work, it's just the test that gives yes. you points? This is a struggle like that I have internally sometimes as a teacher, just because, you know, regardless of whether I make it 10 points, five points, 20 points, 100 points, you're gonna have kids that are gonna do the work and you're gonna have kids that are gonna choose not to do the work and it just would be nice to find a way to draw everybody in. Well, then that puts a lot of weighing on the test because like if you do bad on the test, then your whole grade's just ruined. Right. So, but wouldn't, wouldn't that be a better assessment of whether you actually understand the material or not? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to solve the school's issues here in yeah. Monday, but... Well, it's just hard. Every school has a problem with this. Yeah. It's just getting kids to want to learn. Right. And that's the problem. Right. Kids don't want to learn. I know. Man, it's so tough sometimes. Yeah. Man, oh man. So this is one that... I'm curious your thoughts of, we are a building of only eighth and ninth grade. Do you like being the oldest group at this building or do you wish ninth grade was moved to the high school and why? I really don't mind. Like I don't see the eighth grade at all mm -hmm. because all my classes are not by any of their classes. Mm -hmm. I do like how we have like separate communities. So like PHMS has like everyone here mm -hmm. and they have that theirs. The high school? Yeah, the high school. But you so. also like that eighth and ninth grade don't really mingle also? I mean, I don't really care. 
<laughs> All right. Last question for you. What is one piece of advice that you would give to someone about doing well in school? Which kind of goes back to what we were just talking about with the grades thing. What's something you would give as advice? You got to like know. Oh, another quote. I don't know who it's from, though. <laughs> to have the skill to succeed, you got to have the guts to fail. Okay. You can't just like fail once and then like give up. Yeah. That's what I feel like a lot of people do. Just keep trying and you'll eventually succeed. Work hard. What does success look like for you? Uh, understanding. Okay. What is the hardest thing that you've had to work at, either in school or out of school? I don't know. <laughs> I just figured I'd throw it out there. Because for a quote like that, I would assume that that resonates you in some way where maybe you've had something that you've had to work really, really hard at that didn't come easy to you the first time around. Mm, I can't really think of anything. All right. Well, thank you for joining the podcast. I had a lot of fun talking with you. Yeah.